Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Murray House Comedy, and Mike Bolita, and a special guest, uh, Paul Mercurio. <laughs> Really excited to be here. So no, special. It. No, I'm excited. <laughs> I didn't know that it was like we, I was getting cute. We need Alex here. <laughs> Where's yeah, Alex? She won't be in. No one told Why me not? that she was having another no child. Why was I not informed of this second child coming? We'll find out right after this. Tom names. Bernard. We have names. Let's talk about names. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt. Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. It is the opening of baseball. 2018, Minnesota Twins are at the Baltimore Orioles. Game starts at about two hours. What do you think of that? I suppose you're a Red Sox fan being from Rhode Island, huh? Absolutely. We're going to win it all this year. Unless... Here we go. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> might. That's my kind of a we fan. We might. It's just the way it is. No, you got a, they say you're going to have a good team this year, no? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Did you go any spring training games this year? Did you go see any spring training? No, I, I wanted to. Well, next year I already told them, uh, instead of going to Punta Cana, I want to go down to spring training and uh, you know on the KQ trip so we'd be there for like three, four games next year. Nice. Which, uh, it's either that or I'm just going to hold my breath and... 
Until I turn blue and act like a child. That'd be, <laughs> That's that'd be new. Perfect. What's new, yeah, Pussycat? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like I, this is awkward already. All right. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the Red Sox, the Red Sox got a new. Uh, we got a new manager, uh, Alex Cora, because he can speak Spanish. Well, <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm not even making that up. I know. Uh, you, I know. I'm racist, but that's not even my racist thought. Like it's like literally. Who knew if you paid attention in Spanish, you could manage a baseball team? I should have paid attention. Yeah, what about that? I took Italian. What's that going to get me? Be able to order a pizza in Italian and impress a Guido-looking girl. Oh my God! I still love the fact that you and I talked to to Alex and pronounced Italian words properly, and it drove her crazy. Oh, I know. I should do that again sometime when I call in. I'm gonna have some fuschetta (laughs) (laughs) and I got a little mozzarella. 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 And if I did it in person you know, for her, I'd grab myself around my genital area and pull up, too, yeah, at the of same course. time. There you go. That, <laughs> that would be just wonderful. I'm sorry. Just her emphasis. That's it. Sorry, Catherine. I know you're. I didn't mean to bring this to a low level. Of Yeah, thing. she'll get over it. I know who you are. I know, that's right. I know who you are. Anyway. I know your truth. Paul Mercurial, ladies and gentlemen, is at Rick Boston's House of Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, two shows, Saturday, two shows, and then because he's a fake Roman Catholic, he's taking Sunday off. <laughs> because I'm taking Sunday off. I'm. Uh, it's Easter. It's Easter. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to be a good boy and hang out with my wife and my son. And. Uh, his voice is getting deep. I called my house like two uh. weeks ago. I was on the road, and he's like, "Hello." I'm like, "Is my wife cheating on me?" I'm like, what is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Andy the same thing. It was like in two days. He never got the squeaky voice or anything. Just all so one day was yeah, low. No. It was really? Because that's what happened with my son yeah. Alex. It was like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Not only is she cheating on me, but but it's with a long me. Like a, with a dock worker, <laughs> and uh, and then I was, uh, and I, I and then uh, I've got this thing. He won't let me see if he has pubic hair. Well, what do you? What do you? What? Okay. You want him to show you? You weirdo. No, that's not see, okay. My wife. Not okay. You're just like my wife. Not. Okay. So you're like my wife, and I'm like Tom. You're exactly normal. You're, <laughs> <laughs> We're normal. Wait, you're a wife, right? You're like my wife, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, right? Oh, oh no, no, no. She's Catholic. Oh, you are. She was raised Catholic. Yeah, but yeah. She was raised Catholic. Off, like, like you come off like a Protestant that drinks martinis. Oh. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm no, just saying. Uh, no, I mean, checking I don't mean out that your as an son's insult. junk is not okay. No, no. It, why? No. It's my son. <laughs> what? What right, culture but, do you think it's okay to do that? In my neighborhood in, in Providence. <laughs> no, here's what okay. happens. Right? Here's my All here's right. my thing. It's my son, Tom. You're a father. Mm. You want to see the fruit of your loins? You see kind of what you what, what you created. I have no interest. I have no interest in looking at Andy's pubic hair. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm yeah, off. this is very Andy weird. Andy would have called the cops on you if you'd asked him. <laughs> he would have. He would, he would have, have had the, the cops at the house in Andy, five minutes. I've never Andy's. heard anyone. Just, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you all need to expand your mind with your hoity-toity no. attitude about other boys' genitalia. Let me tell you something. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what it is. I'm the bad guy. I don't think so. I'm the crazy one. So, so here's what happens, right? My, well, first of all, like, okay, when you, I was a swimmer growing up, and I, I don't know, I think we talked about this on the radio, but I don't want to repeat anything, but. We would swim, and then you'd take the showers in the communal shower, and you see other boys naked, and we would swim yes. naked. There was a requirement that age seven to nine age group, you had to swim naked in the boys' club. You were not yep. allowed to wear a bathing suit. I'm not making this up. Uh, no, it's true. Yeah, we've talked about this. Right. Okay. So God. why That's is that so okay? Yes. Yeah, why is that Sounds okay? like some teacher... It's not okay. <laughs> Teacher needs to be uh, investigated. Listen, maybe. it's what Father Murphy said we had to do, and... Uh, no. <laughs> When he wanted to towel you off, you found nothing wrong with this. There was nothing wrong with... Oh, by the way, it all it's all relative, right? The other thing that we did was uh, there was this guy. He was... Uh, his first name was Arthur. Let's just put it at that. Not my father or my brother, but his name was Arthur. Italian guy. He was in his 50s. He ran the gym at the boys' club. So he was one of these jocks, but he never married. And we thought, oh, well, he just didn't get along with girls or whatever. Who knew? Whatever. And he would have us. He'd roll up the mats, and he'd have the boys give him neck rubs and back rubs. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm not making this up. So he would lay. He'd take his top off, and he'd lay his, you know, his <laughs> whatever, his T-shirt. Right. I'm serious. I'm not making any of this up. And he would lay down on his stomach, and he put his arms out like, like, you know, to like a, make a form of a T or whatever. And then he'd rub his neck, and you'd rub his back, uh, and then he'd make noises. He'd, go, he'd start to go, like, ex- exactly. He'd go like, <laughs> he'd go, I'm not making this up. He'd go, mm. Oh. Mm. I'm not making this up. I swear to God. So now you can understand why to me it's not a big deal if I catch a, a passing glimpse of my son's pubic hair. What's the big deal about that? Just to see how dark a it is. A passing glimpse is a little different than asking him if if he's my son's pubic hair. <laughs> That's really great. Hey, Alex, drop trow. Dad's home. Yeah, right. Wow, like well, you right. obviously grew up in a very ill area. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it is true. Fault. I was giving neck rubs to a, a, a single fifty-five-year-old guy. Mm. In a boys' club, yeah. and then we would take turns. This, Another boy would come in and do this thing, and then so I saw my son in the shower. You know, you have this. We have the shower door, and it's kind of foggy, right? But I could see like it's really oh dark God. around his armpit area and really dark in the area, and I'm like, this kid's got it going on. I want to see what he's got, just in terms of thickness and density. That's all. I'm not talking about the penis. I'm talking about the shrubbery around it. Nothing rubbery. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, you were borderline molested as a child, in my opinion. (laughs) I wanted it to be more, but they would only do borderline. (laughs) Yes, borderline was as good as it it got. You're not cute enough for full molestation. We're going to give you borderline. (laughs) Great. Great. Just great. Outskirts. Your lips are too big for full on. So this is all true, and my wife thinks it's weird, and my son thinks it's... And then the other thing is, like, yeah. if I run... Like, let's say I get out of the shower, and I run... Like, I have to run into the living room to get something. I'm, and it's just my wife and my kids home. I'm not going into my bedroom and putting on, like, my sweats or a bathrobe to literally run in to, like, the living room for three seconds and run out. And my kid sees me, and it's okay. like, oh, my God, Wait. please put your clothes on. I'm like, what's the problem? Wait. Wait, 
You're in the shower and you have to run into the living room quickly? Yeah. For what reason ever? <laughs> <laughs> ever. I usually forget my towel out there. It's never happened. <laughs> well, never. My wife... <laughs> My, Never my, am I taking a shower and go. Oh my God! I have to run into the living room quickly. I had to make. I had to write a note to myself for something, and I didn't want to forget it. So I ran out of the shower, oh. and I ran and I wrote it down. And my son's like, "Can't you put something on?" And I'm like, "Why do I have to put something on? I'm a guy. You're a guy. We're related. I'm not. It's not like I'm. <laughs> it's not like I'm standing there with like a coat hanger around it or anything. I'm just doing some like a quick thing, and then I run back into the bathroom." What's the, the big mind there? of Paul McCurio? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's That's totally, what I think. I think people are too uptight with their bodies. I think that that uh, people need to be a little bit more open-minded. Clearly. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I. Uh, it just never occurred to me that, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about Andy's pubic hair. That, that's never happened. Not happened? That's there was never, never an intrigue even like, gee, I wonder... Don't even get the other part is I I do wonder no. like how big it is, but I won't even have that conversation because God forbid I'm a creep for no. saying that. How does a guy not no. think about how big his son's penis is? How does a guy not think about that? Why would you I think about that? Because it's a thing. It's you want to know? <laughs> I just don't think it's. Yeah, you, know, you haven't changed at all. Uh, Why would I want to change? This is working. Well, for I know. Me, I think. No, it's That's not. That's true. That's true. No. <laughs> Oh, you're absolutely right. Now it is working for you, which I really admire. And by the way... I don't think there's any question about it. Oh, my God. I can't stand people anymore. Why not? Because <laughs> this guy was supposed to fix my roof, and he's a complete jerk. We had a small leak in the roof, right? And uh, he... Uh, and by the way, he has great pubic hair, this guy. Uh, no. And, uh, <laughs> Glad to hear it. And, yeah, it's wonderful. And he... Um, and so... He goes, uh, it's a small job. It's 800 bucks. It's not a lot for what roofers do. And so he comes in and he goes, uh, okay, I'm going to do it on this day. And then this day comes and he's like, oh, uh, uh, I'm short a man. I couldn't come. I'm going to come the next day. He didn't come the next day. Then it's rained again. Then it leaked again. Then he was going to come. Then it snowed. Then he didn't come. And then he finally came and he did. And I said, look, you got to come or I'm going to find something. He finally came and he did the job. And guess what? It still leaks. Right? Of course. So on Thursday, mm-hmm. last Thursday, a week ago, I said, it's leaking. So Thursday comes, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to come right out. It doesn't come Friday. Saturday calls me. Yeah. <laughs> and Saturday he calls me. <laughs> right? No, this is like all I need. Like my father performs him for a living. When he went, he bid on a job. He did the job. Oh, the other thing that the scumbag did. Okay. His name, is Je- his name is Jim Leach. L-E-A-C-H. <laughs> Do not use him under any circumstances. He's terrible. He's bad. Okay. And he lives in Westerly, Rhode Island. Let me give you his address. Um, All right. All right. Okay. So here's the thing. Well, it's the way you and I grew up, Tom. Like, people, the switch goes off, and then it's over, right? Like, you, you're dead to That's me. That's true. It's, you're dead yes. to me. So the guy you're goes to me. dead to me, he, yeah. he, Right. He goes, so he goes to me. He goes, uh, okay, I'm going to need some money for the materials. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, I need you to send me a check for the materials. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, uh-huh. I, go, buy, I go, what? Yeah, I go, no, the way my, fa- my father before for a living, like, he, he goes, well, I'm a little tight on money. I don't have the inventory right now. What do you have? You don't have the inventory yeah. for nails and shingles? What do you, what, what do you want? <laughs> a children's lemonade stand? What am I dealing with here, right? 
Yeah. And by the way, I have bucks. my own fault. <laughs> I'm my own self to blame for this because I got a bid from a legitimate roofing company for 1300 bucks, And a buddy of mine said, this guy's yeah. great. And he charges 800 I'm like, I'm saving 500 bucks, And God's like, aha, I'm going to get you for this. Here's Here we go, right? So I, I, I say to him, uh, I'll tell you what. He wanted 500 bucks to give me a check. Give him a check ahead of time. You can cut me off at any time if you want to move on. And uh, he goes, um, <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, uh, oh, and I got another friend, by the way, he's having a bachelor party, and he's in his 40s. He just got divorced. I'll come back to the roofing thing in a minute. And he got divorced. <laughs> you have Asperger's. And he goes, <laughs> or something similar to that. Something, something in that area. I get, I get, I know, we're tight on the ra- I know we're tight on the radio, so I can't. I can't. Whatever. So I got. I know the commercial rates. So this guy Richard Denobly, he lives in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. He's also a scumbag, but he's one of my best friends. <laughs> so he was married, and he's in his late forties. Now, do you have a friend who gets remarried? Right. You know what he says to us? He goes. Um, he goes to the, these are all the high school buddies. He goes, hey, why don't you guys take me down to, he goes, let's have a bachelor party for me and go down to the Florida Keys on a fishing trip. We're like, that's not going to happen. You want me to drop two or three grand to take you on a fishing trip for your second? You don't get a bachelor party the second time around. No. Yeah. No. Right? I mean. No, the, you're absolutely right. I mean, the first time is like, okay, you're giving up that part of your life. You have one last fling, and you, you know, you sleep with a transvestite hooker or whatever it is that you do. <laughs> right. Right, Tom. And right. Um, <laughs> right, Tom. <laughs> right, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, come on, you were telling me the other night. Boy, uh, look at the time. <laughs> we gotta go. Look at the time. <laughs> it's so. Oh, and by and by the way, this guy. No, really, no I, I was serious about that. We have to. Take a break. Come on, we'll be with right these back breaks with-, with your money. You don't need the money. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Okay, whatever. So we'll pick up the story where you left off right after this. All right. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital and equipment loan or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so called up the folks at Whiting Clinic, and they helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to reserve today. Space is limited, so don't delay. That's 855-555-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Any old time you keep me
We are back. Now, Paul, in nine minutes, we have a we have a guest coming on, and I would love to hear you interview him along with us because your interviewing skills must be just sterling. <laughs> that seems sarcastic. What? Huh? That seemed a little no, sarcastic. No, no, I was, no, I was very serious. <laughs> Who is, is it? Is this the kind of stuff you do on your podcast? Me? The ranting? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, a little bit? But uh, I, it's usually one-on-one. I just had Frank Oz on. He's going to be in on... Um, you should have Frank Oz on your show. Do you have, you have Frank Oz on? I love Frank Oz. No, but I love Frank okay, Oz. Okay, I'm going to put you in touch with Frank Oz. And you should... He's got... They got a thing out called Muppets... Muppet Guys Talking, which is a 65-minute documentary that he did with the all the original uh, puppeteers of the Muppets, and they're talking about it like. Ooh, I love it. it. I'm telling you, it's really, really good, and he's fantastic. I just had him on. It's going to air this Monday, but I'll put you in touch with him, and he can promote his thing. But you should have him on. And, uh, I would love to have him. And on. he's also directed amazing movies, like he's directed The Score and Little Shop of Horrors, and like his, his, right. his filmography is amazing. And then I have Marsha Clark on right now. I just I just had I just posted what? her this week. Yeah, she's the she's got an A and E show, uh, Marsha Clark, the first forty eight, where she looks at like uh, famous homicide cases and like take, looks at, I don't know digs deeper into them. And so she was really cool, actually. She was really nice. And I first question was okay. So you slept with Chris Darden? Am I right? Am I right? Come on. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? It's like my first question for Paul McCartney. as a lawyer. <laughs> Am I right? Like my first question for Paul McCartney was, so you're a beetle. Why would you sleep with a woman with one leg? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Hello? Are you still there? Hello? I <laughs> Did I lose the connection? Really Hello? smooth. <laughs> is he married again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is? Okay. So isn't it like to some, is it, is it some woman from Long Island, right, with the money? With money some woman with money? I think that's right. I think that is right. Yes, he's, it's, you have a great voice for radio. You have such a Man. great voice on radio. Perfect. Who? who you, Catherine? No. <laughs> Me? I should think about getting into it someday. You should. You should. Stop dabbling and really go for it. You're doing with all these commercials. Stop dabbling. Man. Yes. You have great, and it's great yes, phone stop. sex voice too. Sorry, Andy. Nicole, Just in case do... you want to make more money, Tom. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I can do phone sex. <laughs> Catherine, I think I have a cut. I need a band aid. Catherine. Did you ever see Catherine? I need a band aid. Did band-aid. you ever see the movie? I'm making you Chris Jewish. Rock's movie CB4. Did you ever see that movie? No, but I remember the title. But I, I don't think I saw the movie. Oh God! There's a guy. The guy. In, it's about these guys in a cell block to put together a band, and their big hit is "I'm Black, Y'all." I'm Black, Y'all. Blickety black, 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 blickety black. And that's the whole song. It's just the word black, and I'm black, y'all, right? But there's this one guy, when the band breaks up, he can't find another job. The only job he can get is for a gay sex line. And you're going to have to cut this out, Melina, I'm sorry. But he can only find a job at a gay sex line, and the guy calls and goes, Hi, is this the gay sex line? Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm sucking your dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not into it at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he pretends yeah. that he is. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, that oh, was very, very funny. God. And then a guy in a restaurant recognizes his voice from the the gay sex line. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh God! When I um, anyway, sorry. when I left uh, 
when I left uh, practicing law and stuff and I sold my apartment, I moved to a rooming house just outside of New York City. And one of the, my neighbors, it was literally like you had a hot pot on a ten, in a 10 by 12 room and we each shared bathroom and kitchen with other people in the house. And it was literally like those rooming houses that like Philip Marlowe would go to to find the bad guy in those film noir movies, right? Oh, yeah. And one sure. of my neighbors was a 300-pound phone sex operator who sold Herbalife <laughs> diet products door to door. I oh. <laughs> Oh, door to door. <laughs> door to door. So picture God. somebody in like basically a tarp uh, with a button on it <laughs> that says, <laughs> it, the button said, I'm an herbal lifer. How about you? That was the button. Uh, and she'd be uh, like, hi. And, you know, she's wiping, you know, chicken grease off of her mouth as she's trying to sell you herbal life. <laughs> And she was very sweet. Her name was Carol. And I was right below her. And I could hear all of her calls. Now, it's all theater of the mind, right? It's like radio. So, like, the person on the... The the way that this works... And, uh, Tom, this is the part where you pretend like you don't know how this works. Um, You call in... To a central number, it's like it's a Chinese menu. You're like, yeah, I want a woman to do say this and say that and say this, and then you give them your number, and then they give her the number, and she calls you. So you never have the number of the woman. Oh, yeah. And um, so I would hear her, and I'd hear like, "Hi, this is Carol, and I'm five three, which was true, and I, I have like blonde hair, and that was true, and I have baby blue eyes, and that's true, and." What? What's that? I weigh 105 pounds. <laughs> Thank you for playing. <laughs> Sorry. What are her parting gifts, Johnny? Uh, <laughs> it's like your arm weighs 105 pounds. And so I would literally have to go outside and walk around. Am I yelling? I'm not yelling too much, am I? No. I feel no, like no, I'm yelling. Fine. I'd have to walk around. No why is there a paper plate next to me and then like an eyeglass cleaner? What, were you guys working on eyeballs or something? So I'd have to walk around the neighborhood so I wouldn't have to hear this woman make these calls. And then she would go to me, oh, you want to come up and hang out and listen to some of my calls while I do them? And I'm like, no, I don't want to be attacked. Uh, I'm going to stay where I am. <laughs> it just was like... So my friend wants this bachelor yeah. party in Florida, right? And he's not getting... <laughs> hey, he wants to go fishing. Right. For people who just tuned in who missed the thing before the break, I'll reset, as yes. we say in the business. Um, sure. And by sure. the business, I mean show business. Um, and could you just get off your phone and pretend, Murray? <laughs> <laughs> he's literally... I'm sitting right across from you. I have Emmy Awards, man. How many guys with Emmy Awards? And by the way, Amari, you you're the farthest looking guy from a Jew that I thought for sure this guy was a Jew. <laughs> yeah, Murray, Murray, Murray the Jew. Kemp. Murray Kemp. Kemp Hello, hey Murray lady. You're oh. like a mix. You're Asian, Puerto Rican, black with a little of with a little of not to be trusted. A little bit of that. <laughs> How is We're he sorry, not a Jew? It. Murray Murray Kemp is a Jewish name. Oh man, I didn't even know that. Uh, I didn't even know that. Your your family's and I'm the fourth. In, your family's I'm kept what, the fourth, what did you by the tell way. me in the car? Your family's in in diamonds and jewels. What yeah. do you think you are? Let's <laughs> uh. <laughs> see. My name's Mary Kemp. We eat a lot of bagels, and my father's in finance. I don't think I'm Jewish at all. <laughs> Happy Passover, Murray. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Happy Passover. Yeah. Oh, how did that doily just fell on the end. crown of your head? <laughs> <laughs> <Doily>. <laughs> uh, all right, so stay off your phone, will you? 
<laughs> so what was I talking about? So this kid, Richard, <laughs> yeah. I almost swore, but I know I'm not supposed to swear. Um, uh, and uh, and he goes, uh, he goes. So he, so. Oh, by the way, this friend of mine, he's 47, as I mentioned, and divorced and wanted a bachelor. You're not getting a bachelor party. And he's always throwing money around. He's got a. He's always got the latest BMW 535. His, his fiance, massive ring. We have a wedding, right? Nice wedding, country club. Guess what happened at the wedding? Cash bar. Cash bar at 47. Oh. Right. Exactly. You know what my wedding gift was? I slept with his wife that night. That was my wedding gift. I know you're trying to skimp on things. Well, why don't you skimp on the sex, handsome, and I'll take care of it for you. Oh, man. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful idea. You know what I mean? Like, it's how a magnificent do you, idea. You can't, you can't, like, flaunt all that money. None of this is, this is all true. Like, you can't flaunt that kind of money and then, you know. So this roofer, Jim Leach, all right? So he yeah. said, oh, we're so, back to the roofer. Okay. okay. 12.28 last Thursday, I texted him. My roof is still leaking. Now, by the way, I had sent him a check. Okay. Oh, he wanted 500 as an advance check for the quote-unquote materials. I go, no, you know what? What we'll do is you go to the Home Depot. My wife will call in when you're ready to check out with a credit card, and we'll do it that way. Guess how much the materials were? $245. So what the scumbag did was he was trying to get a 250 pop ahead of time on his labor because he knew it was 245 oh. Ah, you know, I might be Italian, but uh, I know. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know Murray. I don't know like Murray, Murray Kemp kind of money, Murray, knowing that kind of money, Murray. You're actually Money Kemp. Money, Money Murray Kemp. That's going to be your nickname at the club. So I already knew this guy was slippery, right? Right? I don't have any money. You're doing it 20. Like, you can't brag that you're doing something 25 years and you can't estimate how much you need on materials. What do I look like? I fell off a turnip truck, pal? All right. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. Um, I'd like a pizza. Yeah, nice talking to you. Hey, you know Domino's Pizza has uh, pizza insurance? Did you see that? What? Domin- I swear to God, you ever heard of Adderall? <laughs> no, I can't afford it. I, I put all my money into my roof. <laughs> what do I look like, Mr. Moneybags? Yeah, I, I, I can get you Adderall for $500 if you want to. Here comes Andy. I just need an advance, though. <laughs> yeah, I need an advance. Of- <laughs> That's right, I need the advance. Nice. That's um, exactly it. Domino's has this carryout insurance on your pizza. I'm not making this up. It's all over what the place. What does that mean, even? So if you take, you get a pizza, you have to go pick up your pizza. I'm not making this up. Can you Google it to prove to, so yeah. that I'm not? Oh. It's... Um, and, uh, and and so you take your pizza, not a delivery. You go, you pick up your pizza. If you drop your pizza, <laughs> you get you get they'll replace the pizza free. It's called t- it, there's a there's an ad where a tree falls. Oh on yeah, a- they actually do that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen this ad. Yeah, You're right. The tree falls on the car, and the guy's like, oh my god. And all the guy cares about is his pizza, and then he slips on the ice, and the pizza falls. You take uh. that pizza back. They will replace the pizza. <laughs> now we're all laughing at it, like, "Oh, this is so super." I laughed at it, and then I tried it, and it works. <laughs> I dropped my pizza. I took it back with the deductible. It cost me one hundred and five dollars. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the deductible. <laughs> we had an argument about whether or not the pepperoni sticking to the top was a pre-existing condition, but I said no. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this guy goes to fix the thing. So now it's twelve twenty-eight last Thursday, and I text him. I go, "My roof's still leaking." He goes, "Okay, I'll come right out." He doesn't come th- Thursday. Doesn't come Friday. Saturday, I get a text from him, and the text says. Sorry, Paul, can't get out there today. I'm going to be at a funeral. What is it? The funeral of the Queen of England? Who's at a funeral all day? 
like two hours tops at a funeral. So now I know this guy's <laughs> jerking me around. And by the way, I stopped payment on the check. Aha. He doesn't know that no. yet. Yeah. Oh. The minute the minute uh, the minute he stopped showing up and then it, it was like, okay. And I said, Oh yeah, we had a problem with the check, I'm gonna send you another one. And then he tech and so he, he come and then so Sunday he doesn't come. And then Monday morning of this week he calls, he goes, I'm down a man. Here's the same excuse. I'm down a man. Oh my <laughs> I'm like, what, are you guys all drinking poison? How are you losing so many men? <laughs> the KGB is able to keep people on payroll better than you guys. He goes, I'll come out tomorrow. I go, no, you're not coming out tomorrow. He goes, what do you mean? I go, you're coming out the end of business today or I'm getting somebody else to do the job and you're not getting paid a nickel. And I said, I'm going to tell everybody I know. I will literally take a week off. And I, I said, did you ever see that scene in the Blues Brothers where they take that giant megaphone and they put it on the roof of the car and they talk yeah. like, uh, right, I will literally drive through the roads of Connecticut and Rhode Island and say your name and that you're the worst human being and roofer on the face of the planet. I will make it my mission to drive you out of this country. He goes, well, but I go, but, and I'm like, country. Hey, I go, no, I go, and then I go, uh, let me ask something. I go, you got a wife and a kid? He goes, yeah, I go, uh, I got a wife and a kid. I go, look, can I, is, it, is your house? when it rains does it leak does water come inside your structure when it leaks he goes no I go well it does with mine I'm not talking when I turn the shower on I mean like in just random places like I'm standing in my kitchen and suddenly it's like uh, it, I'm like Gene Kelly and you know with the thing with the umbrella I said, you got to come out and fit. Well, I can't, and this, and then he starts to try to blame it on me. Well, you know, you didn't return my call three, three weeks ago. What does that have to do with anything? Just come out and fix the friggin' roof, you hump. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and guess what? Three hours after that phone call, he went out to fix my roof. Now, the story's Amazing. not over. You'll have to tune in next week. What's with, this, what's with this blue light? I feel like I'm being x-rayed and the dentist is standing outside so he doesn't get radiation poisoning on his testicles. So I am going to – I'll finish this when we come back after this break. No, you got a minute. Well, we have 45 yeah. seconds. Oh, okay. So now we don't know. Cause he, so he texted me this morning while I was on the radio with you, Tom, and he said, your check bounced. <laughs> the check, yes, my uh, check bounced because I stopped the payment on it. So now, guess what? I'm down a man. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to the bank to deposit anything right now, buddy. Ooh, I like it. That makes complete sense. You don't mess with Italian when it comes to this business. Murray the Kemp. This is the contractor story around the world, isn't it? Yeah, it really seriously. is. It's just, so ridiculous. Did you say Italian? Italian, yes. <laughs> you, you just what said kind Italian. Of Italian are you? What kind of Italian are you? I'm just an Italian guy. <laughs> you don't even have to know the language. You just have to do the thing. <laughs> hey, Alex, we're going to have a just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special, which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first My Pillow. If you already know how great the My Pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. 
That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. What do I do when my love is away? So, Mr. Molina, yep. I sent you a uh, an email called Pizza Hut Jesus. Oh, this is great. So when you get... <laughs> yeah, Paul's already heard it. Oh, my God. Uh, as soon as you get... It actually looks like it's from Scott Jameson, but it's from me, too. It's, and it just says Pizza Hut Jesus. I'd love to play it on this show. Oh, my God. It's so it's funny. Amazing. How great was that? It's that, hilarious. What a segue that was, bringing up Easter and Last Supper, and then you had that. That was so great on the show today. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, you. I mean, you, you talk, got it. Well, it was so funny. Well, no, I'm just saying that you were talking about you were talking about Jesus for some reason. Why were you talking about Jesus? I don't remember. Oh, we brought it. You said oh, you why, got, you, you know, talking, you're working on yeah, Easter, Jesus. and then I started to talk. I was just sort of thinking about the Last Supper and what kind of conversation they had at the Last Supper. Holy Thursday. Right. Yeah. It's like, hey, Jesus, why are we all sitting on the same side of the table? Is there going to be a hit? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Jesus, just so I'm clear, this isn't the Last Supper for all of us, right? Just you, is that correct? <laughs> That's really Let's be nice. clear. Yeah. Do you pick up the check? Is I don't that, know. That's Jesus. Let him pay. He's the boss. I think that's the original what would Jesus do moment. Like, <laughs> My attitude is let him pay. He's, you're never going to see him again. And then three days later, you're running to him on the street. What are the odds? <laughs> you know that... Chris, n- non-Christians have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> no. That's what I thought. No. Murray they does. No Murray the clue. Kemp does. He killed him. <laughs> Murray the Kemp, yeah. What did he mean when you run into him three days later? I thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, just don't get it. you just don't get it. I'm sorry. You just, you I can't. If I got to educate you on this, it's not worth it, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. You're 100% right. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, Tom, we're all good to go. Do you... Mm, okay. Go ahead. Now, as long as he's talking about Jesus yeah. picking up the tab and all the rest of it, have you heard this yet, Molina? Uh no. Okay, this is an actual piece of of audio we got sent to us. This actually happened. Here's the audio. A guy in North Carolina called 911 last week and told them he was Jesus Christ. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just <laughs> broke into the Pizza Hut. I broke the window, and I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back He's back to earth. So you don't work there? No, I just broke in. Had a pizza. I'm Jesus. And what was your name again? My name is Jesus. What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. Okay. And what do you look like? 
I look like Jesus. <laughs> what else do I supposed to look like? Man, where do you live at? I'm from heaven. How'd you get over, over to the Pizza Hut? I'm from heaven, sir. Okay. And did you break a front window? Yeah, I broke the door window, sir. And did you eat a pizza? Yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> I love the uh, the responses from the nine one one operators. Oh, the nine one one operator did such a great job of that. He's like, okay, Jesus, what's your last name? Right. Christ. Can I made his day? But I like made his whole day. I like the tone of the guy playing Jesus when he goes, uh, "What do you look like? I'm Jesus. I look like Jesus Christ." <laughs> what a stupid question. <laughs> Came from heaven. <laughs> Came from heaven. <laughs> it's got the alarm going on. In the That's what I was saying earlier. Was like, apparently, someone was breaking into his cross. I don't know. <laughs> I love the fact that he adds, I had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> don't want to lie. Put it on What's my your tab. last name? Christ. <laughs> Christ. My last name is Christ. Guy oh. <laughs> actually calls 911. I thought that 911 operator was incredibly professional. Oh, yeah. I did not know yeah. that Jesus was a southerner. Did <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know Jesus was drunk either. <laughs> Jesus was pretty hammered. There you go. He probably oh, lives in a double me. wide. I mean, come on. The wine is his blood. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Can we hear that one more time? It's just yeah, so it good. Yeah. It's only about a minute long, isn't it? That's perfect. Yeah. I think, I think it's only about a minute long. Yeah, I'd love to hear it again. This is a real 911 call, by the way. It's real. <laughs> Here's another classic moment from the KQ Morning Show. A guy in North Carolina called 911 last week and told them he was Jesus Christ. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into the Pizza Hut. I broke the window in. I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back. He's back to earth. So you don't work there? No, I just broke in. Had a pizza. I'm Jesus. And what was your name again? My name is Jesus. What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. Okay. And what do you look like? I look like Jesus. What else do I supposed to look like? Man, where do you live at? I'm from heaven. How'd you get over to the Pizza Hut? I'm from heaven, sir. Okay. And did you break a front window? Yeah, I broke the door window, sir. And did you eat a pizza? Yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> I love the... Had a Mountain Dew. Had a Mountain Dew. Had a Mountain Dew. It must be Jesus because he's confessing to a crime. Like you yeah. know, he's, he's in the confessional. <laughs> he called nine one one to say, "Hey, look, I broke in. You need to send the cops over here because I broke a window." I'm just trying I, to. You know. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm Jesus. I look like Jesus. You idiot. What kind of a question? Is that? <laughs> I did not know that you could break into a Pizza Hut and there were pizzas that are ready to. Yeah, eat. yeah exactly. <laughs> I broke in, I, I turned the oven he... on, I've been here about 45 minutes, I'm waiting for the oven to heat up, and then I'm going to eat the pizza, and then I'm going to eat so <laughs> Give me about a half hour, I'll be done with the pizza, you can come on over. <laughs> well, instead of pizza, would you break into like Ray's or Famous Ray's, Original yeah, Ray's, or you don't Original want, yeah, you want to, you're going to go, exactly, you're going to, you want to go high end with the thing. Oh, I'm telling you about I that Domino's about pizza insurance, you thought I was making that up. This is <laughs> a, this is true. Oh. You get takeout. You're making... It's a good thing, man. Well, There's a lot I of clumsy people in the, the world. Yeah, I don't understand the marketing genius behind that, to tell you the truth. I, just I don't, don't either. How many people actually are dropping their pizzas, and this is an yeah, issue? Yeah, and how many people are eating, people. like, three slices and then just, like, right. shaking it around See, and bringing it back in? Growing up in, like, in high school, my friends, <laughs> what my friends and I would do is we would go buy one, 
and then like do a whole shot on it with our car and then bring it back and say hey we dropped our pizza and we try it how many see how many times you could get away with it you know like you, you turn into right. a prank yeah i mean i, I i'm with the, you I don't the website it. says every slice has to be there so oh, every slice uh, has to be there. small print yeah, you gotta read the small print uh, yeah but it's, <laughs> what if yeah. i like fold it up into like a burrito and then i drop it <laughs> <laughs> Do that I do like that TV commercial where a tree crushes his car, and all he's worried about is the pizza yeah, in the back seat. Exactly, and then he slips and falls anyway. Yeah, and the exactly. Pizza goes flying. The commercial spot good. actually, and he goes, no, 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 no. He's so worried about his pizza. Are there loopholes? Are there loopholes? If you fall while you're eating a piece of pizza, will they? I don't know. I mean, it all slices. It could be. You. I actually think you actually need a letter from your primary care physician. <laughs> in order to uh <laughs> probably true notarized <laughs> and dated that's <laughs> probably true you probably do you and uh you know but it's like any gimmick to get i mean we're talking about it right so maybe it works i don't know you know it's like it does work it i'm does sure work. it works say uh, i'm doing it later insurance I saw this gonna rat. Later? I'm going to do it later. I'm going to go there. I'm going to order a pizza. And then I'm going to walk outside and purposely trip myself in front of the comedy car. Everything on recording. I'm going to go back in there and I'll be like, I need a new pizza. Sounds like something this a Jew would do. Yep. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a Jew move to me. You're the Happy only Passover, one. by the way. You're the only one. There's no Thank other Jews on this show right you, now except you. And the Jew goes, I know. I'll go get something free. And I'm the racist. I'm the racist. That's all I'm saying. I, I, you know, I'm just trying to point it out. That's all I'm saying. I understand. Every time I meet a Native American, I want to blurt out, do you have a casino? And I'm a bad guy. I can't say that, apparently. Do you, have a you know, casino? No. A lot of them have so, casinos now. A lot of them do. It's true. It's very, very true. Like some of the advertisers on this show, as a matter of fact. Oh, she's sorry. <laughs> no. You should no, warn no. me. Don't worry about it. Give them a list. Yeah, but you know what? You're gonna pick up. You're gonna. You're gonna pick up uh, Domino's. I'm trying to backpedal here. <laughs> oh, my God. He's backpedaling all the way. That all works out. And oh, by the way, yeah. Catherine and I went down to Key West on vacation last week. Had a wonderful time. We mm. stayed over in, at Casa Marina on the other side, away from Duval in front, because it's very busy over there. Mm-hmm. But it was a wonderful. Everybody on the island was very friendly and, and, and nice. Mm-hmm. One of the guys who were we, were we were sitting on the beach, and he brought drinks to the table. His name was Josh, and it said on his name tag that he's from Rhode Island. Oh. I said, you're from Rhode Island? I said, I got to be... The only guy in America, I know like 10 people from Rhode Island, and I'm from Minnesota. I do. I know Doug Sprinthal's from Rhode Island. He's a Walzer Automotive guy. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw Bryant's from Rhode Island. I know you. I can, I can keep going if you want. Mm-hmm. But here's the point. So Josh said, really? So your friends, uh, what do they do? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, because Josh had mentioned he was a hockey player, mm-hmm. right? And I said, uh, I have a friend, Michael Bryant, was a hockey player in Rhode Island. He's you know, a little older than you, but uh, what a coincidence. He played uh, hockey right in your area, too. He goes, what position did he play? And I said, Michael was a goal. And he goes, oh, Michael, seriously, goalies are all dirtbag idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I text Michael Bryant, Josh from Rhode Island, the hockey player, just said that all goalies are dirtbag idiots. And he texts me back, yeah, tell him if he's from Lincoln, Rhode Island, 
you talk about a shithole. It's the worst Whoa. place I've ever been in my entire life. You talk about dirt bags. Everybody in that town's not. A, he went off the deep end about Lincoln, Rhode Island. And he's right. I know Lincoln. <laughs> oh, you know Lincoln? He's yeah, right. He's it's right. Dirt bag heaven. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 wanna it's Providence wannabe. It's like that's a complex because it's not Providence, Rhode Island, and it's just, and we're just talking about Providence, Rhode Island. It's like yeah, he's right. That's hilarious. That's so How far away from Providence is Lincoln? It's about 15 minutes. It's just north. Oh, of... so it's right there. Yeah, well, everything's right there. It's, an, it's Rhode Island. <laughs> everything's 40 <laughs> minutes from Island. everything else. Everything... That's true. Everything is right there. Every, whenever we would move, but... right, we would have to move. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you didn't cut me off. It's just I, it's so odd that being from Minnesota, I know at least 10 people from Rhode Island. You are the it's... only person outside of Rhode Island like who knows so many people from Rhode Island. It's, really, it's, <laughs> oh, it's weird. And, and the thing it's with, very the, odd. The, the, there is a thing about like if you live in Rhode Island, the idea of going more than 10 to 15 minutes anywhere is like crazy, right? Like I, would, I say it's still to the same. My family, come down to New York, which is about... Three hours. All the way down there. We're going oh, to have to get a will together. And we're going to have to board up the hat. We're going to have to alert the authorities and pack up. We're going to have to put meat and salted in crates. And, so, and, then, and then the other thing was, and this is, this is all true. We, you know, we have the furniture store that I've talked about. And my mother's still running it. And my mother would always. Cams. We'd have cams, right? And we would always move the store. Wherever, near where we lived because my mother wanted the store to be near our house so she could run home and take care of her mom or see kids or whatever. But the reality is like literally everything is 40 minutes from everything in Rhode Island. And Rhode Island only exists to be compared to things larger than itself. That's the only reason we even exist, you know? It's like, yes, yeah, Hurricane Bob, 40 times the size of Rhode Island. That's the only time we get mentioned, right? <laughs> right? So I'm not. We moved in the course from my age of like age of nine to like fourteen. We moved four times. Now, when you're moving at that age as a kid, it sucks because you're making friends and you got to make new friends. And I finally got fed up, and I'm like, this is like the third move or something. And my mom, I was like, I was twelve, I think, eleven. My mom, I go, Ma, I don't want to move anymore. She goes, I, I, I'm not making any friends, and then I make them, and then I. She goes, oh, we're moving this house. It's gonna have some land that was just north of Providence. She goes, we'll get you. Well, I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'll get you a pony. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, this is all true. She, I go, what? She goes, well, uh, uh, there's land. We'll get you a pony. It'll be fun. You know, you said you liked, you rode in a pony with Uncle Ralph one time. My uncle took me to a pony ride. I'm like, okay. So we get to the house and we move it in and it's like kind of got land, but not a lot of land. And I'm looking, what kind of a horse is going to be able to fit? And then I'm thinking, maybe it's going to be one of those midget dwarf ponies like in the circus or something that you don't really ride. You just you just walk around like a giant dog or something, right? <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't a smart kid. Okay, <laughs> so, so okay. Okay, okay. I could tell what you were going to say, Tom. Like we already knew that something snide. No, I could no, tell no, that. I was not gonna say no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. So, so I. So now we're about three weeks in, and I say to my mother, "Oh, now that we're all unpacked, can we go get a pony?" And she goes, "I'm not getting you a pony." <laughs> she goes, "Did you really think I was going to buy you a pony?" My mother reneged on a pony deal. What kind of a horrible? <laughs> Gordon Gecko with boobs person. 
And then the other thing was this depression era mentality thing, which we talked a little bit this morning on the radio time. My mother grew up in the depression, so it was always saving right. a nickel here and saving a nickel there, right? So we would go every Friday. We would go to the Magic Chef restaurant, which was just like a basic restaurant. And I and I, oh, again, all right, how, do I have time? What do I got? Forty okay, seconds. Wait. wait. Am I waiting? No. If you could, do you want to stick around? Because we got to start the second hour in two minutes anyway. So well, let me just start the second hour and then I'll leave like after this story. I don't want to cut That'd in on your wonderful. thing. We'll, All right. we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show.